This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby Sippy seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. And I love movies so much, this is uh, day four now of me doing Doug Loves Movies. And just now, hearing the theme song backstage, uh, it was such a weird feeling, like, am I just going to do one every day from now on? <laughs> but no, uh, I will take a day off tomorrow and for a few days after that. But for right now, this is Doug Loves Movies coming to you from the UCB Theater in Los Angeles on Tuesday, September 6th, 2 Oceans 11. Thank you to... 
at Anthony Dumel, Dumel, like like the actor that's in Life as We Know It and other shit. Uh, he and his girlfriend Rachel, she doesn't have a Twitter. They gave me this shirt the last time I was here. It says "Vegan Police" on it. I don't know what it's in reference to. <laughs> I do actually, but thank you to them for for hooking me up with that, and also. Evan Glodell, who was here with uh, two guests that didn't allow him to speak much, uh, he, his movie Bellflower opened September 9th in Boston, Dallas, Honolulu, Kansas City, Washington, D.C., and then we'll be rolling out in more and more cities and, and maybe already be in your city right now. And also you can go to grandmascock.com for more, <laughs> for more info. If you go to grandmascock with a D, it takes you to the Douglas movies with Evan and Jeff and Jay Moore, Jeff Garland, and if, but if you go to Grandma's Cock with two M's, Grandma's Cock, that's the, that's takes you to the Bellflower site. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that everyone was taking advantage of that hot new phrase, Grandma's Cock. <laughs> Uh, I just got back from Bumbershoot, like I mentioned, and uh, the weather there was amazing the entire time. We did three Douglas movies, and also every day Scott Ackerman did a uh, comedy Bang Bang, and uh, I got to participate in one of those, and they're going to be available at Earwolf.com for like nine bucks for all three. And if you guys, whether you're fans of comedy Bang Bang or not, I, I think if you're in the UCB theater, you know that... Paul F. Tompkins and Andy Daly playing characters on every one of those episodes is fucking amazing. It's like, the one I was on, I was just sitting there watching those two guys. I I think I was on even the best one, but it wasn't because of me. It was because those guys were so hilarious. I also had a great time at uh, Helium in Philly last Thursday. I'll definitely be back there sometime to uh, tape another podcast. The next Benson Interruption taping in L.A. will be on Monday, September 12th at Largo. And I'll be playing Leonard Maltin Game with audience members at my show, stand-up shows September 9th at the Orpheum in Sioux Falls, September 10th at the Rialto in Tucson, and at Nietzsche's in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York, September 14th. The Help is still the number one movie in America. My guest tonight... I'm just not going to touch it anymore. I'm just not going... I'm not going to touch The Help, unlike... Unlike uh, Dominique Strauss-Kahn. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> At least that's a different race I was going after there, and, and uh, I, don't, I, I believe that guy is a total creep, and he should, he should be in jail, but whatever. My guests tonight have all been on the show before, and listeners seem to like all of them. I know I do. Please welcome to the stage my friends Mike Kaplan, Adam Scott, and T.J. Miller. <laughs> I like how you took a second to remember that guy's name who touched the help. Because it is a hard name to pronounce. Well, also, they keep calling him DSK, and I thought I'd screw that up. I thought I'd be like... Like a murderer? ASQ. Yes. Yeah, What's that? Isn't there the BTK killer? It sounds like he's... Oh, a, yeah. BTK killer. I never got that right. Damn. I ordered that so many times at Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> and it got me right off the top. Uh, so, yeah. So, well, let's talk about the... Um, we are missing a guest again. The elephant in the room. 
the elephant, Mr. Scott. The elephant not in the room. Right. Yeah, Adam Scott, of course, is working on uh, Parks and Rec, and uh, it's a great show. I love it. And uh, but the rest of us are professionals. But this is one of those days. <laughs> this is one of those days where apparently he was shooting late, and he hasn't texted me, so I don't know if that means he's on his way or he's not on his Just way. Just slowly, Doug books more and more busy, famous people, and becomes further and further friends from them so it's just like tonight I have three guests it's Martin Scorsese Elizabeth Banks and Adam Scott they'll all be here maybe in the next hour or two I, I sent them DMs on Twitter but I haven't heard back but as long as I'm only missing one guest we know that Jordan is here and ready to play yeah, so that's my punch tonight is if Adam Scott doesn't get here at, at Leonard Moulton game time you gotta step up again, Jordan. Yeah. You're gonna be sitting on the other end this time. You're not gonna be right next to me for me to coddle you like the last time. <laughs> it was fun. Ball in hand. Yeah, he's got the ball always. Love There's it. people, there was a guy, I think, at Bubbershoot that had a ball and he'd written not Jordan on it. <laughs> That's a weird guy in Jordan's life. You know, you have a guy somewhere in Seattle that's like, fuck, no, I'm not. Not since Pang and Rusey have there been characters on this podcast from the audience that have really captured America's heart. So let me just ask you guys what I was going to ask Adam. First of all, what was it like working with T.J. Miller and our idiot brother? Terrible. He wouldn't stop talking about his stupid beard and how he was in that film Yogi Bear, Who Cares? I, I had a different experience. <laughs> Mike Kaplan, everybody. Hello. Hi. I just, I just wanted to make sure to say things, because last time I was here, little people, uh, or as I call them, littler people, uh, <laughs> talked a lot yeah, more. Yeah, you than... were on with uh, Brad and uh, Wee Man. Yes. Two of, the, two of the preeminent small people in the, in the world of entertainment. I'm just big enough to not be them, I think. <laughs> And you witnessed a, uh, I think there was a ball punch at one point during their episode? Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, those Not, guys haven't been back on, So, but I, I'm, g- I'm going to have them on again someday, but it's, it's nice to have you under. But in a trench coat on, you know, top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have to pretend to be a regular sized... <laughs> That's not that, that's not the right expression. You're a regular size. <laughs> so tend to be normal. <laughs> yeah, that's no, like, they're regular and we're super. <laughs> <laughs> or or extra. Yeah, how's how's that mean? <laughs> yeah. We got super size, they didn't. I feel like they get everyone's making fun of them because they can't fight back. I think that's so hard. Oh, we man can fight back. He will punch you in the balls. Yeah? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. Uh, don't let him listen to this. I don't think he's going to listen to this. I don't think we have control over not if, having him do that. If you guys ever see... <laughs> if you like, see Wee Man, anybody in here, yeah. let him know to not listen to September Whoever 6th. is listening that is constantly around Wee Man. <laughs> somebody... He's, him. he's a famous guy. Yeah, there might be somebody who likes this and Wee Man and is friends with Wee Man. That's a possibility. Not Jordan from Seattle. And his really close enough friends. With I'm going to be around I'm going to follow time. through on this one. Well, so I'll just wait and see if anybody comes to me and says, hey, Wee Man doesn't like what you guys were saying. <laughs> what if it's me just hunched down? <laughs> In a trench coat? No? I like, I like that following through for you is waiting for somebody to talk to you. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to do the follow through on this. I'm going to do nothing. <laughs> 
and wait and see if somebody comes to me with... I'm not going to shut my ears forever. <laughs> following through is just not changing your position. You're like, I'm going to follow through with what I'm thinking about. If people come up to you that you don't know, you're not going to be like, get away, don't talk to me about Wee Man, please. <laughs> yeah, if you start talking to me about Wee Man, it's going to ruin it, because I really thought it would go nowhere. <laughs> Uh, our Idiot Brother is that name of that movie that you were in with Adam Scott, TJ. Yes. Congratulations. First of all, it should have been called My Three Bitch Sisters, because he was a pretty nice, cool dude. Let's hope Elizabeth Banks doesn't hear that. It's just the characters they play. They're lovely yeah. people, probably, maybe. Uh, no, not Those three not. bitches. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, my Three Bitches. Maybe it could be called My Three Sister Bitches. Whatever. I, my point is just that they're calling him an idiot right there in the title, and he's, he's the nicest character in the movie. Well, they all think that he's an idiot because he's so optimistic and believes in the good in people. How many people have seen it here at the live show? Hey. So for the rest of you guys. Five and, yeah. uh, uh, for the rest of you guys, TJ would like to reenact the trailer. <laughs> In a world where one man Are you in the is trailer? An idiot. What? I'm just doing the voice. In a world. What about your beard in that movie? Was that glued on? No, it was glued on. I tried to grow a real beard. And that's a just reared. not your thing? And no, it is my thing. I, I grew it, but it wasn't long enough. And if you look at it, it really does look like my real beard if they had just waited three or four more days. But they didn't, so they shaved it off and put on just a slightly bigger version of my current beard. Do you know how much it costs to wait a day for you to grow a beard? They would have to pay... Tens of thousands. More money than you and I will make in the next ten years. I could make... It costs $500,000 to wait two days. I, oh, I can't do that. Me either. Maybe there's other scenes they could shoot. They couldn't do it. We, we were at the very end. <laughs> we were at the end of the show. Oh, so you only worked a few days on it? No, I, yeah, yeah. I All worked, in one clump? Yeah, I worked a clump of it, about a week of it. It was upstate in New York. It was very, very hot. And we were on an actual organic farm where the guys, you know, the guy, like, grew pot and stuff. It was so funny because I've never, I'm not a very good actor, so I've never, like, gone up and, like, hung out with a person and been like, I'm going to study your mannerisms and become you and a character. I don't do that. I'm just like, hey, everybody. Uh, LAUGHTER but, uh, but this guy was like the character. He was just like this kind of bearded guy who just smoked weed and knew everything about farming and like tended to chickens and shit. And I would hang out with him and be like, yep, I'm you. And he would look at me and he'd be like, I'm so high, you're me. Was his beard real? Is that His beard was real. They did not make him put on a fake beard. That would be so weird if they did. They're like, listen, thank you for letting us use your farm. Sit down for a second. You got a great beard. We're going to shave it. We need it to be just a little bit longer. Can, can TJ use your beard? Yeah. That would be terrible. He, didn't, he wasn't a very hygienic man. Also, is that, what an, is that what an organic farm means? Is that they grow pot all the time? Is that... It certainly helps. It probably, did, it, did the organic farm smell worse than a regular farm? No, I mean, same. it smelled about the same. It smelled, you know, farmy, Sh- shitty. Not so much shit. More farm. <laughs> More, more that smell. Smell. Yeah. specific smell. So the farm smelled like what it was. Yeah. Farm. And not like something that you find at one. Right, exactly. It smelled like the entirety of what it smelled like. It was it a combination. A component. It right. was not greater than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. It was exactly itself. How many times a week do you get a farm conversation that turns into a math problem? <laughs> I'll tell you about my life about once or twice a week. 
TJ, did you just do? Was that me? Were you pretending to be me? I don't think I don't think I was pretending to be anybody. <laughs> Sometimes the older people come out to play. <laughs> Is that too weird? Yeah, <laughs> way too weird. I knew that you definitely weren't me anymore when you did that. <laughs> All right, well, I'm back, so let's talk about... Um, <laughs> left for a little while there, but... Um, Mike, uh, the, the news just came out. Eddie Murphy's hosting the next Oscars. Yes. And uh, do you have any jokes on it yet? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I mean, unless you want me to. That's not really your style, right? No, I write things... I, all the jokes that I'm writing are about stuff that happened, like, 50 years ago, but seem like they could have happened recently. <laughs> Oh, so you could say, like, uh, Eddie Murphy's going to star in 48 Hours, that kind of thing? Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> that wasn't 50 years ago. <laughs> so kind of, what, what, what are you talking about from 50 years ago? Uh, Not to get off the subject of movies, but... Oh, uh, I, I just talk about movies that came out 50 years ago, and... Uh, no, I mean, I actually, I don't, I talk more about uh, things that are going on in my head now instead of things that are going on in the world around me. <laughs> but you make references. Oh, I mean... Certainly, I think that there's a world around me that I interact with. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So, yeah, I, I refer to those as well. But, uh, but do you think uh, Eddie Murphy's a good choice for that? Yeah, I mean, if Brett Ratner is a good choice. <laughs> Was he also up for hosting the Oscars? <laughs> He's directing it. Yeah, uh, Ratner's directing it, it yeah. and the story is that Eddie Murphy's the o- only person that he submitted as being the host, and that Eddie Murphy then said yes, and so they're doing it. The, this, the bank heist, tower heist, formerly Trump heist, it looks good to me. Like, it looks, Eddie Murphy looks oh, like he's funny in it. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, Could it, be a return a, to form. It was a very good script. It was. It was one of those scripts that bounced around for a while as like a top ten script. Yeah, or I met right? with Ratner uh, about that script. He is amazing. He is a, have you met him? Now, he's supposed to maybe, be here. Maybe yeah. we have a different take on the word amazing. <laughs> Like in what what about him is amazing specifically? I know I have not met him. Just like going to his home and being around him is crazy. Because he's like a a ball of energy, he's like and a huge, giant, insane. The second time presence. he used uh, crazy and insane instead of amazing. So yeah, those are. The I things. think crazy is amazing. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. All everything that you like, you describe with words that uh, that someone might misconstrue. You know what I mean? You have a lot of that. You have a lot of the kind of hip hop lingo at your disposal. I do that have is it in my often, disposal. That is often the opposite. Like you have a, you have your own actual hip hop record coming out. I do. I have it. Well, it's, it's hip hop, pop, and folk music. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Well, they're not. It's not like a fusion, but there's sort of samplings <laughs> of each genre, and uh, there's also some audio sketches on it. Yeah, the extended play EP. Have you guys heard about it or no? Did anyone hear about it? Not really. Well, I'm telling you now, there are a few people heard about it. Um, yeah, it's coming out September 13th. You can pre-order it on Amazon. It's 41 tracks. It's a debut 41 track album. I thought you were gonna say 41 dollars. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's only nine bucks. It's a dollar a track. Yes, and it's yeah. 41 tracks. You normally have to pay it. Track. It's and so when you say 41 tracks, coffee. though, I know one of those is me talking for like 20 seconds. This is it. There it is. There it Thank is. you. I'm giving away, for reals, the first... I don't even have one. <laughs> I'm giving away the first copy of it to someone in the audience. <laughs> it's going to have... They'll see all the cover art of me. Is this the first time you're seeing a physical copy of it? Yeah, I've never seen a physical this copy of it This is an exciting before. moment. It is really exciting. It's yeah, so pull, weird pull the little booklet out. And Let's see who you thanked. 
<laughs> wow, there really are 41 tracks. 41 tracks. And a bitch ain't one. <laughs> no, no, actually, track 38 is a bitch. Is is a one bitch. of the tracks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now, there's such things as Appleton, which is a track about how Appleton uh, this is the hardest city in Wisconsin. <laughs> Uh, track 10 is Dr. Doherty, which is about uh, my eye surgeon here in Los Angeles. Balsa Wood is Balsa one. Wood is the final track. Uh, there's also What's Sam. that about? Is that about Balsa Wood? You nailed it it's on the, the head. Har- <laughs> uh, it's the sad, hardest wood. Sad raps, but I have, I, you know, guest stars Bo Burnham, Ugly Duckling, which is a great hip-hop group. Uh, Doug Benson is in it. He, he has a special appearance. Yeah, what's my track number? Now. Track number 14. And it truly is, I would say, it is one of the funniest parts of the entire album. Because there's, there's some audio sketches and those are improvised. And he, he improvised. He just came in and he's very particular. So he's like, I, I just want to come in. I want to do this goddamn thing and then leave. And I was like, absolutely, sir. <laughs> That's uh, particular? No, no. But Other people I, are like, what I want to do is I want to come by, stick around for a few days. <laughs> But Maybe so, do a thing. When he came in and he uh, he improvised one uh, like a voicemail, and it was so funny. And we were like, "I think that's it. Do you want to do another one?" He's like, "Yeah, just let me do one more." And then he improvised something twice as funny as the thing he just improvised. And it was almost like easy. Like he just might as well have thrown down the mic and been like, "Bitch," and then left. <laughs> Because it was amazing. So that, that's really, really funny. That was the track that a bitch and was don't, on. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't listen to track 14 for like a few months, because after that buildup, it's certainly going to be disappointing. <laughs> no, no, it's awesome. I really like it. Imagine, but I encourage people yeah. to buy the whole album, because I lost a lot of money making it, because I'm not a musician, and I don't know why I did it. <laughs> to be honest with you, but I did lose an immense amount of money making it. Uh, Comedy Central was like, here's this money, and I was like, good. Those cover the first three tracks, because it's all real music produced by this really great guy in Chicago who works at Second City, Jesse Case, and uh, it's got some great stuff. Track 15, Cloverfield Secrets. Where I tell a series of Cloverfield secrets from the film. Now we're back to movies. Can you give us an example? I mean, you gotta buy the album, but let me just say... Ex- I explain how Let's the say I'm not interested in actually knowing any of the secrets. Tog, the Tagorado sal- satellite, I explained that. Are they the kind of secrets that ruin it for everybody? For the Cloverfield? Yeah. No, one of them is about how I'd like to be better friends with Mike Vogel. <laughs> Slide that down here. There it is. There it is, everybody. So sorry to talk about it so much, but I hope you guys Somebody's like it. Somebody's going to win, it, for you win it. And what's it called? The Extended Play the extended EP? Extended Play EP. That's funny because Extended Play is what EP stands for. <laughs> Yeah, we thought about having a sticker that said that on the front, but we figured people got it. I don't think everyone gets it. <laughs> what do that, you guys think? That's why I shared. You got it? He's like 30 50. Well, that guy's everyone, so. <laughs> He's here to represent. <laughs> have you guys been to the movies lately? Yes. I have. I saw 30 minutes or less. There's another weird audience. What did noise. happen? Somebody was oh. like, yeah. Like, they, like somebody had been like, hold your breath just a little bit until somebody talks about 30 minutes or less. And she was like, ah. Uh, my breath escapes me finally. That was the air she had breathed in to laugh and it never came out during the movie. Did you guys see it? You liked it? Okay. I didn't. Uh, I didn't see it. I saw it. I'm friends with some of those dudes, and uh, Me too. I enjoyed seeing them. I enjoyed seeing Nick with a flamethrower. Yeah, I thought Swartzen was great. I, you know, I just didn't. I didn't know. I thought the movie didn't really click. I didn't love the movie. 
But you're friends with him. Yeah, I'm friends with Nick. I thought he was very funny. And I've met Danny McBride. I think he's very nice. Do you stop being with people when they stop being funny? Is that... that, Do I stop what? Do you stop being friends with people? Yeah, for sure. Okay. (laughs) Definitely. Are we friends? What's that? (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) That was it right there. What have you seen, Mike? I just saw Columbiana. Ooh. Ooh. I was so excited about that from the trailer. Yeah. And and then all the wind got knocked out of my sails with the... Terrible, Movie. terrible reviews. Well, I didn't get, I got, I didn't get tricked by the trailer. <laughs> I, uh, I saw the trailer and I was like, this will probably be bad. And then the, the reviews came out and they were like even worse. And I was like, okay, now it's time to go see it. <laughs> it's a weird sort of system. If you expect something to be the worst and you go see it, then it'll mostly be better because only one thing can be the worst. I just didn't want to be like sitting there by myself. That's dropping knowledge. Right yeah. Oh, hey, there he is. Well, get on up here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yo, final tricks. Why have you left me? Why did you do this? Why are you so late? Um, Jordan's breathing a sigh of relief over there. <laughs> he was going to have to fill in for you if you didn't make it. Oh, Thank, really? Th- thanks for r- rushing over from the set. Yeah, sure. I, w- I was just dri- <laughs> I just gr- I was just driving um, from there, and I thought, you know, what would be a cool experience in this weather is to roll down all of the windows in the car and drive on the freeway and uh, and and that's what I did and it was it wasn't that great what was what what, what about it was different than what you'd anticipated it was uh, bird he thought his hair would, he thought his hair would look different when he yeah, got here I thought my hair would look a lot cooler <laughs> that's the motivation for people at home it looks real cool but it also looks like all the windows were down. Yeah. Uh, this is a true story. You remember Jane? I'm Mike. Hello. Hey, Mike. Uh, oh, you guys haven't met before. Adam oh. Scott, Mike oh. Kaplan. I really like the things that you've done that I've seen. Oh. I like the things you're doing right now. Thank you. You, you know, I do. You were telling <laughs> And I like, I like greetings on podcasts. <laughs> I like seeing people meet on a podcast. <laughs> Listeners at home, this is what it sounds like to meet someone for the first time. Practice yours for new strangers. New strangers, everybody. Just new strangers. I gotcha. Are we friends again? (laughs) I've known you for a long time, and you always feel like a stranger. It's true. We never hang out on purpose. We need to. Yeah. And we can become friends. Yeah. It was 20 minutes of this, Adam, before you got here. Somehow we're back to it already. So, have you seen Columbiana? That's what we were talking about when you No, it, is it like a, a lame version of Hannah? It's like Hannah if she were <laughs> adult and, yeah. and, and you, you were allowed to find her hot. I, it, I thought it... I, <laughs> because that girl played Hannah, she's got some lovely bones. I mean, All right, because you're clever doesn't mean you can be a pedophile. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to atonement for that one. <laughs> Her whole goddamn filmography, <laughs> boom, boom, and pow. <laughs> a no, guy being really cocky about the most useless skill. I said all of the words and puns that were her movies. Take that, bitch. Ah, uh, Doug, I could never be your woman. <laughs> That's another one of her movies. What? Yeah, I could never be your woman. <laughs> that Thank girl. You very much. Yes, it is. Wow. Uh, Which 
You just which, which you foot. saw she just disappeared after she said that. That was so weird. Just a, a puff of <laughs> You're right, Am Adam. No one will prove it. <laughs> <laughs> But you saw that movie because Paul Rudd is in it. Yeah, well, it was opposite on... Opposite Michelle was, Pfeiffer. It was on TV recently, and so I saw it. And, yeah, yeah, And that girl is, and is in it. She sees the little she, girl in it. She was like a, you know, a zygote in it. She was very young. <laughs> Meaning she was really young. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't recognize her because I, you know, she was... What would the more offensive young. version of zygote mean? <laughs> You're like, people were unclear. Zyga. <laughs> Sounds like a racial slur when you do it. That would be the more offensive version of Zyga. You just taught, all you did to make it offensive was just toss it off. That's all you did. He looked around. <laughs> now, like a weird version of the Newlywed game, without TJ saying anything, I'm going to ask, earlier I asked TJ what he would say, you would say about working with him on Our Idiot Brother. So now tell us what you, your, your thoughts about working with TJ and we'll see if they match up. Well, we didn't work together. <laughs> See, TJ did Wait, not Adam, say that. a lot. <laughs> this is exactly what happens on the Newlywed Game. <laughs> okay, you guys, it's true. It was Chris Pratt and a beard. I wasn't even in Our Idiot Brother. But you don't have any scenes together? No. Because oh, he's out at the out at the shit farm, and you right. and you never go out there for any right. reason. I don't know if it's a shit farm. But what, what did you what did you say what did you say I would say? Just that I was difficult to work with. And Complaining about his beard, his glue-on beard. And then also that I, I would assert that I had worked with you when I hadn't. <laughs> I, I said that you would say that, too. I would never say that. <laughs> he was telling us about when you guys did Piranha 3D together. Yeah. Uh, how, what a blast that was. It's so weird. It seems like you were in that movie. <laughs> Why does it seem like you were in that movie? It was just sort of my whole aesthetic, you know? <laughs> TJ's a 3D guy. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, he was in uh, Carpoolers with Jerry O'Connell. So you've seen them uh, together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I, I, never I don't know that you've seen us together. Also, Columbiana, the girl, is an, a girl for a while in the movie, too. So if you are a pedophile, you can enjoy that. <laughs> you mean, wait, she's, she's little for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she grows up into Zoe Saldana. Correct. Who? That's why. That's what I was just going to say. Is that I wanted to go see that because she's hot, and I want to see a hot girl kicking people in the face. Oh yeah. But I'd end up going alone and sitting amongst a bunch of other dudes that have the same agenda, <laughs> and uh, that then it just gets creepy. I went with one other. I went with a guy. Nice. <laughs> Did you have that extra seat in between you? You know, I didn't. I've never done that in my life. But right. we went. Uh, it was another comedian, Nate Bargetsy. Do you know him? Yeah, I know. Nate Bargetsi. I want to meet him on this podcast. We were in, uh, we were were both performing in Minneapolis. We met at the Mall of America where he was performing. And then we went to the movie theater there. We went into the theater. It was mostly empty. We sat in a row and I was like, oh, do you want me to move over one more? Because I wanted him to have the option of being further into the middle. And he was like, yeah, why don't we do that? And I moved over one more. And then he put his stuff there (laughs) and stayed one seat away. He he kept the buffer seat in between, which I like sitting next to people. Well, plus, when you want to talk to each other with the buffer seat, you have to lean in so far that everyone sitting behind you thinks you're kissing. Yeah. So it totally uh, negates the whole point. And when you're kissing, it looks like you're talking. (laughs) (laughs) The opposite problem. All right, we got to play the Leonard Maltin game, you guys. We're uh, we're, uh, way behind schedule. 
we got to get on this. So uh, could you all, gentlemen, please pick a name tag you'd like to play for and uh, bring it back to your seat? You can go ahead and stand up. Would be the first. Uh, I feel step. like I haven't earned this. Actually, walk over there yeah, and yeah, take yeah. something you know, from somebody. Yeah, go get I it. Always pick whoever you want to play from for. The very front. So I'm going to go to the back and pick one. All right, Adam's going to the back. You guys. I'm going to see where Adam and Mike go, so that I can choose from a sector that has yet to be picked from. <laughs> There's a Logan's Run. Is your name Logan? Yeah. Awesome. So I think it's got to be from over here. I took one that came with Weird Al's new album. <laughs> Does he get to keep Weird Al's new album? Whoever did that? No? Oh, then I don't give pick this one. Okay. No, I, I'll do it. I like it over here. If you, I like that one right there. He made it. His name's Tony, so he made it Tony Pocalypse instead of Al Pocalypse. He, did you do that on purpose? Good work. He, he did two posts. There are two, yeah, underneath it's Post It Pocalypse. It's Post It Pocalyptic, everybody. Oh, Thanks. looks like Adam got a, uh, an, a new iPad. I got a free iPad out of the deal. <laughs> It's Gino with a little, a little heart over the A, because you know how you dot your A's. Look what I got. Should and we go through Gina's contacts? <laughs> I got the weirdest. He got, uh, it's, it's, uh, is that Jeff Goldblum? It looks yeah. like him. And uh, it says, I love Kevy. Yeah. Kevin what? without the N. So what is that? What is Kiwi? that? I don't understand any of it. Is it Kevy or Kevy? And so your name is I love Kevy? That's a weird name. Doesn't even have any hyphens. <laughs> I call bullshit all one word. First, middle, last name. First, middle, last name. So Adam's playing for Gina. You're, uh, TJ's playing for Kevy, who likes Jeff Goldblum f- and thought that would catch our eye. And then, and that's the weirdest part is it did. It worked. <laughs> I was more enticed by the fact that Jeff Goldblum looks like he's holding rubber bands that are hanging. <laughs> the I it's love Kevy. Artistically, sign. it's very creative. I but mean, if only you could see it at home. It, it's it's bright, it's breathtaking. <laughs> and the winner gets all of these. Why don't you twist ticket? Yeah. And then uh, and then and you're playing. Mike is playing for Tony Apocalypse. That uh, photo of Jeff Goldblum was taken uh, while he was shooting Morning Glory. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know he was in Morning Glory with Harrison Ford and Diane Keaton. No. All right, <laughs> Adam. You can see it. You can't see it, all, but Adam's kind of appraising it like a piece of jewelry, you know? Yeah. He's like, Meh. yeah, that's Morning Glory. That's right. Yeah, for sure. That's right. Here, let me get my, uh, let me get my like, uh, 2009 uh, Morning Glory uh, publicity thing. <laughs> here's, here's what we're playing for. We're playing for uh, Mike Kaplan CD, Vegan Mind Meld. We're playing for new from AST Records. Uh, Baron Vaughn has a new CD called Ooh, Raised by Cable. Yeah. Uh, TJ Miller has some CD. <laughs> and then, who, who the fuck knows why it is? <laughs> why it happened? No, it's called the Extended Play EP, and it's That's and it true. and it uh, drops on Friday. The um drops the, the on same the day this podcast September thirteenth. Let's yeah. do it. Podcast plops. His CD drops. Uh, I also got David Huntsberger gave me a copy of his CD. A lot of comedy CDs. Uh, Humanitis, and then my CD, Professional Humanian, and of course, there's got to be a Woot Monkey involved. Yeah. And also a T-shirt. It's a small size T-shirt, but it's uh, the Walking. Dead TV series. I got a, that at like Comic Con or something somewhere. All right, so let me get the, get this wooden monkey into the crowd, and we got to get this game going. We're running. Oh. And uh, let's play the Leonard Malton game. Yeah! Hooray! Uh, Hooray for clapping! Oh, you know what? Yes, sir. Adam brought something too. Oh, yeah. I, I almost forgot a backpack. 
Um, full of all of his stuff. And the clothes that he's wearing. <laughs> I brought this that came out today. What? Parks and Recreation Season 3! Oh my god. I'm I just want, gonna hang on to this. I wanna win. I'm just gonna hang on to this. Yeah. Doug. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Did you have your picture taken for this cover right after having all the windows down? Because yeah. it's really, it's yeah. really the same look. Yeah, it's it's the um, it's the way I get to photo shoots. I drive on the one hundred and one like with the windows down. So anyway, it's it's Parks and Rec season three. I should say it out loud into the microphone so that on uh, DVD. And uh, so that's a that's a really awesome prize. I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of all this other shit. <laughs> And just give that away. No, every everybody gave some great stuff, and and somebody's gonna win it all. Either Tony, Apocalypse, Kevy, or Gina. We'll start with you. Down here on this end, Mike Kaplan. All right. You get to pick a category. Would you like at Ripa Transone suggested UCBs? I assume in honor of UCB Theater. What does U- that mean? UCBs means. Uh, movies where a, a B or more, one or more Bs. Oh, where you see the plays letter a, Bs. Plays a, plays a prominent part in the, uh, in the plot of the movie. Not the animal B, the letter B. No, the, the animal B. Yeah, okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My B. There's, do we have someone quibbling about whether it's an animal or an insect? Insects are animals. <laughs> Looks like you just got quibble smacked, motherfucker. Oh, my God. I feel like I just watched Tree of Life again. (laughs) I haven't haven't even seen it once. Oh, don't knock over the... No, that was my fault, yeah. What a clod. Oh, jeez, TK. Oh, fuck, I hope I didn't fall asleep. Oh, that's a better picture. Right now it's Peter. Right now it's her and her kid. Maybe she should have done something. Now you're getting her the same. Not so lazy. Maybe she shouldn't have just drawn on her iPad. Maybe she should have gotten some Jeff Goldblum pictures. Gina, is that you? Is that your daughter? No, it's my niece. Your niece? What's her name? Sophia. Sophia. That's Gina and Sophia. You, would you like me to unlock your iPad? <laughs> hey, the last girl that had this happen. <laughs> That's right. I just want you to know. Should we go further? She's dead somewhere in a park. <laughs> and it wasn't recreation. Bill, <laughs> hell. TJ, you're just as good as Doug at doing things with words. <laughs> And he's especially good at doing them when I have to get through this game in a remaining eight minutes. The entire game. So turn, take your riff gun and put it in the holster. <sighs> what are the other, what's the other choice? Uh, in theaters now, or it's uh, uh, celebrating a birthday today, Idris Elba. Elba. I want to do in theaters now. Okay. <laughs> this movie's in theaters now. Leonard doesn't give it any particular amount of stars because that's how he is. I, I'm going to have to ask him about that. I, I think he did explain it once and it didn't make any sense to me. But he writes an extra long r- review and he says about this one, he says, uh, sometimes a film seems to have everything going for it and still comes up short. Ooh. Such is the case with this movie. Columbiana. It's got everything going for it. That had a lot going for it. And, uh, and it also says none of this is the fault of the actors who do excellent work. Okay. You think you know it already? Yeah. Wow. But you get nine names if you want. Okay. But you can bid zero names and just name it if you... I'll do zero names. I mean, not... And not 
Sorry, and not just name it. We have to go to TJ, who can either go negative names or say, say name it. Also, thanks own. for clapping. I've not done anything. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. Okay. They're Somebody clapping jumps bravado, to zero like that. It's courageous. I'm going to say name that movie. All right, what is it? The Debt. That's correct. Whoa! You got it. Helen Miram. Nicely done, Nate, Mike Kaplan. Nate Bargetsy and I considered going to see that, and then I looked up what people said about it. They <laughs> said it had everything they, going for it. They, they were like, these, ac- they were, these actors are great, but you're not going to like this movie. <laughs> Let's go see the hotter version, Colombiana. That's what we did. <laughs> All right, well, that worked out great for you. See, you got one point, because you, you. you knew about a movie that was in theaters now, and uh, we... Uh, TJ's challenge you, so now we're going to start with Adam. I'm just glad that wasn't a review for Our Idiot Brother. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be really bad if we had to guess our own movie, and it was like zero stars, fuck these guys. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> he doesn't do star ratings for current <laughs> TJ doesn't listen. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, your three categories that you get to pick between uh, Adam Scott would be summer blockbusters. Those are blockbusters that came out in a summer. Uh, <laughs> Hold Me, which is movies that have a hostage situation. And at the Bobby Lester suggested faux real, faux, F-A-U-X. So it's uh, movies that are based on actual things that happened. I'll take summer blockbusters. All right. Yeah. This summer blockbuster is from 1986. Leonard Maltin gives it two and a half stars. He says about this movie that uh, one character who's not the lead steals the show. And he also says that the movie won an Oscar for best song. From 1986, two and a half stars. There's 13 names. How many names do you think you can get it in, Adam? Um, I'll say seven. All right, now we go to TJ, because we switch the order each time. It's very confusing. Um, I'll say name that movie. <laughs> How many names does he get? Uh, seven. Out of 13? All right. <laughs> Let me just uh, tell you that he's probably going to get it. But let's play it and see what happens. You want the clues again, Adam? No. Okay, here we go. Uh, Adrian Pazdar, Meg Ryan, James Tolkien, Tim Robbins, Rick Rosovich, Barry Tubb. <laughs> Big Rick, Rick Rosovich fan over there. Oh. Oh. Give girl. That he was so good. good as the fireman in Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that guy. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, those are your six names, I think. Set. He gets one more. Oh, one more. Damn it. John Stockwell. This is a summer blockbuster from 1986. Top Gun. That's correct. <laughs> that's TJ. What? You're killing me here. Mm-hmm. What's the matter? I had a chance to win. Well, and you still I, have a chance to win. Yeah, I'm no, not I don't know very anything. Good at this game. I don't know if you guys listen to the podcast. <laughs> Adam's got a point, and Mike's got a point, and TJ is here to uh, spoil it for one of them. That's the way I see it. <laughs> uh, what what just happened there? Uh, Adam won. At, who made him name it? Oh, you did. So we start with Mike. All right, and then uh, the debt, and then again, <laughs> again we'll go to TJ. 
Have we done decapitations yet today? No. Okay, movies that have a decapitation in them. Or uh, yesterday was Michael Keaton's birthday, so the films of Michael Keaton. And similarly, uh, at Michael underscore, or Malcolm underscore Irvin suggested Opie or Meathead. That's movies directed by Ron Howard or uh, Rob Reiner. <laughs> I'll do the, the middle one. Michael and Malcolm Keaton. underscore Irvin, he sent that from Manila. Oh, then that one. So <laughs> that's not a reason to pick it. Which one did you want? No, I'll do the, I'll do the one from Manila. Okay. He sent it all the way from Manila. How to, I mean, it was still over the internet, so it didn't, it didn't take that much extra effort, but I was still... Their cost of living is much lower. I was still lower. excited that someone in Manila is listening to the podcast. It does, it does take a while from Manila. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, three stars Leonard gives this movie that's... What was the category again? Opie or Meathead? Mm-hmm. Uh, Both animals, everybody. He gives it uh, three stars, this movie, directed by Opie or Meathead. He says that it has colorful detail and that... uh, mm, Wow. What year? Oh, sorry, 2005. Oh, he calls it rousing. That's a good one. Rousing. And it has colorful detail. And it's directed by one of those dudes. And it's... There's... Eight names listed. How many names do you get in, Mike Kaplan? Uh, eight names. Is that a lot? <laughs> yes, it is. Eight names. It's a strong opening bid. T.J. Miller? Seven names. <laughs> Seven names. If you can hear me at home, I'm being forced to play this game. Over and over again. <laughs> For my freedom, for something terrible I did during Yogi Bear 3D. I saw Yogi Bear again since the last time I saw you. Okay. Last time I saw TJ, I told him I've seen Yogi Bear probably six times, and, and that was only like two weeks ago. Yogi Bear 18D. Yes. If they. Um, I can. Uh, would you say seven S- names? He said seven. Yes. I'll go th- three. Whoa! Okay, three names. Uh, thank Mike, God. I tell him Mike? to name that movie. All right, you get three names. This is for either way. We're gonna have a winner, TJ. So you're you're gonna have some sweet relief any second now. Uh, <laughs> Looking at you, Adam. Look oh, out, everybody! I know you are. Looking for that sweet, sweet relief. <laughs> I'll be waiting. <laughs> it's rousing, according to Leonard. It roused him. He got some sweet relief. But as he only well. gave it. <laughs> He only gave it three stars, though. 2005, and he, and, uh, he also says that uh, it had colorful detail, which is a uh, weird way of putting It's that. in color. Yeah, it's in color. <laughs> Little bonus clue, it's in color. And your three names are Rosemary DeWitt, Ron Canada, and Bruce McGill. And it was directed by either uh, Opie or Meathead. Is it Cinderella Man? That's correct! <laughs> yes! Sweet Scott Relief, Scott Free. I should have done negative names. I could have gotten into the Tournament of Championships. You know, TJ, when I yelled at you, at you about going over time and the pos- possibility of it, mm-hmm. I had no idea that these guys are going to be so great at this game. <laughs> they were we, so great. It was such a fun, we, it we, was so fun we would watch. make it. It was, very, it was very tense, but we did it. I'm so happy. <laughs> I've never been so happy. Did Gina... 
Yeah, where is Gina? Did Gina win? Yeah, yeah. That's it. You got the two points. Gina! Where's Gina? Oh, way back there. All right. She wins an iPad also. Can you both also? those yeah. things to her? Her Thank own you, iPad Adam. back. <laughs> and then where are my uh, friends Tony and Kevy? We got to get you to come over here, and I'll have you write down. You can have your apocalypse back. Kevy, come on up. Everybody, if you're in Los Angeles, you go right down uh, we have a bi- right here. We have a bi-weekly show at the Pleasure Chest, which is a weird sex shop on Santa Monica. And if you guys want to come and see that, it's 8 o'clock every other Tuesday. When's the next one? This Tuesday, the week from today on uh, the 13th. Let's call it the 13th. 13th. That's called the 13th of September. Is is a show at, it's called Pleasure Chest. The Pleasure Chest on Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Good work. Good work remembering, TJ. What's that? Good work remembering to say it. That's an interesting shithead. We talked about it last night. And he would like you to, uh, Tony would like you to hold this up when I take a picture of you guys at the end of the show. Okay. It's very important. I understand. I I understand it as well. He he did the great work there with that (laughs) post-it. He should be rewarded for his strong work ethic. <laughs> and Adam uh, Parks and Rec is uh, returns to NBC on, I believe, around September 22, something like that, 19. That's exactly 22, right, 22. Doug. 22. Congratulations on getting that date correct. Uh, yeah, yeah, thank you. Congrats, Doug, on getting that, that yeah. date right. <laughs> I, I started second-guessing myself. And then, uh, Mike, what do you got? Uh, anything coming up that you'd like people to know about? Come uh, see you somewhere? I just taped a uh, late, late show with Craig Ferguson yesterday, and, uh, and it airs TBD. So Oh, they, yeah, because they just bank them, and then they just throw it into a show. When they, really? You know, I didn't know they did that. Yeah, they do that on that show, not, not the other ones. No, so that's much. the only one. It's yeah, the only yeah. magical show that, I, that, that works for this kind of plug. That I did it already. Yeah, so just watch Craig Ferguson every night until you see Mike. <laughs> Go to my website, and uh, it'll tell it when it knows. I don't oh, know. yeah, and I did it, too, so we'll look for mine. Look for my episode. Did you? No. Okay. <laughs> just saying anybody could say that. I did it. But when you finally show just, up, people will be so satisfied. <laughs> Adam just did it just now. Did you have fun doing it? It looks like it'd be fun to sit and talk to him. Yeah, uh, on the way uh, on the way home from it, I uh, dro- I drove home with all the windows down. <laughs> that's like that's <laughs> terrible. If that was your only an- an- anecdote. Everywhere you went, every show, I, I did not do it. I thought it would I be think funny. Mike should if be I... recognized for for doing it. Oh, thank you. I, all right, I got I drove there with the windows up to keep my hair <laughs> looking appropriate. Yours, be, oh, sorry. I was gonna, yours looks good the way it is. Thanks, Mike. Everybody's different. <laughs> I'm taping Bits and Interruption and Douglas Movies podcasts at the Gramercy Theater in New York City on October 23rd, and all my tour dates are at DouglasMovies.com. One more time for my guest, Adam Scott, who made yeah. it here. We'll see you. It he is made it. it. Thank you. TJ Miller. Yes, thank you for having me. Woo. See our film already, brother. His new extended play EP... Has has dropped. It's dropped. It's dropped. By the time you're listening to this, it's dropped. And Mike Kaplan, everybody. Thanks, guys. Thanks, tall people. And let me get a picture of you guys right after I say this. As always, Clive Barker is a shithead. <laughs> Take it, Clive. And Captain EO is a shithead. <laughs> <laughs>